What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 10th episode of the TM Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you made it this far, <laughs> um, I really do appreciate the listens and I appreciate the feedback. Hit me up on Twitter at OddcastTMP. That's O-D-C-A-S-T-T-M-P. If you want to leave a shout out, some feedback, anything like that, I'm open to it all. Um, this is the 10th episode um, this one, I've been trying to do like an episode a week at least until I get enough time and get uh, enough subjects to start doing more. Um, but I think an episode a week is, is pretty good. So this is the 10th one. What I'm going to do for this episode, I'm going to do a little bit of an experiment to see if I can convince myself if I'm a free thinker, enough of a free thinker to convince myself to believe something that everything tells me isn't true. Um, so, uh, I'll get into that. Hopefully you guys enjoy the episode and I really appreciate you guys listening. Hit me up and let me know what you think. So for this episode, uh, I'm going to watch, uh, this movie on Netflix called behind the curve and a few people I've heard talk about it while I was at work and everything like that. But basically, um, from what I can gather from the trailer that plays on Netflix, it's going to be about people that believe that the earth is flat. Um, I don't know if Kyrie Irving and B.O.B. are in it, but uh, I'm in I'm I'm gearing up for a wild ride. Um, for those that don't know, I my field of study is meteorology. So I know a little bit of stuff about atmospheric dynamics, things like that. Um, the science behind uh, why the earth appears to be round and what all that affects and everything like that. So basically like how your weather and all that stuff is uh, determined by the spherical shape of the earth and everything that comes along with that. But that's not to say that being a meteorologist means that I don't necessarily believe in conspiracy theories. There's maybe too many meteorologists out there that believe in the chemtrail theory <laughs> that the government is uh, crop dusting, you know, populated areas with chemicals to whatever nefarious end these conspiracy conspiracy theorists want to believe. Um, I'm going to say knowing the history of some of the experiments the CIA and stuff has done. Uh, that's not out of the question. It's not something that's totally unbelievable, but I mean, are, are they doing it? You know, that's a whole different question. Um, there's also um, weather related. There's this uh, scientific lab. I believe it's called HARP, H-A-A-R-P or something like that. You can Google it on, uh, or Google it or watch the videos on YouTube. But basically, it's this building where they, in the video that they show, uh, basically a cloud, a fully formed cloud comes out of this building um, and it starts raining. So it produces weather, uh, which, you know, as a person that works in the field, people think that, you know, the weatherman creates the weather. So it's very crazy that they get it wrong all the time. Um, that's one of the comments I hear a lot, you know, hey, make it stop raining. But like that's not my job i'm in sales not production you know <laughs> but um they can actually produce weather which is very interesting has some good uh 
interesting implications potentially um, but people think that technology like that exists to I don't know um, spray down like mind control chemicals or something like that over a place or create weather where there was no weather or something like that I don't know but maybe they'll discuss that in this documentary as well um, so just in that field of study there's a lot of potential for conspiracy theory to uh, promulgate through the ranks <laughs> Uh, but also, like, whether people are, like, super sarcastic about stuff like that anyway. So it could just be a joke. But we'll see. We'll see what kind of professionals, uh, learned, educated people are in this documentary. So uh, maybe they can explain, you know, using science and, you know, all the things that they know that we don't know to wake me up so that I can understand, you know, why... The earth is flat as opposed to everything that I've learned up to this point. So right now I've got it queued up on Netflix. I'll be back after I watch it. Um, due to copyright, we can't watch it together. But if you want, you can go to Netflix. Uh, it's called Behind the Curve. Uh, you can pause the podcast and then come back. And then we'll see. We'll see what, what uh, conclusions we come to. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm not super excited, but, you know, <laughs> you know, I thought this would be interesting. Um, yeah, just, you know, another conspiracy. You know, this just happens to be my 10th episode. The 10 is made up of a flat number and a round number. The truth is out there. Wake up, sheeple. So the credits just rolled on the movie. Um, I'll give kind of kind of an overview what I thought a review of it, and then I'll, I'll tell you guys what I think about whether or not the Earth is is round. Um, so overall, the movie was less about uh, why or how the Earth is flat or whatever the shape of the Earth is. It was kind of more about the people that are behind the movement. Um, the main person that they interviewed is a guy from Washington State. His name is uh, Mark Sargent, and he has a lot of videos on YouTube and everything like that. He's kind of the leader of, I think they called him the king of the flat earth, the king of the flat earthers. Um, yeah, he he's seems like a pretty likable guy. Um, he doesn't seem, he doesn't come across as crazy. So... Uh, whatever that means to whoever I know that's like an ableist term but he comes across as a pretty uh, reasonable guy he doesn't seem super educated or anything like that like he doesn't come across as like pretentious or he knows more than you do he just seems like a guy who believes in a thing that wants to share that belief with everybody else and his demeanor doesn't really change throughout the movie. You don't really show, they don't really show like a dark side uh, or anything like that. Um, he just seems like a pretty, a pretty genuine guy. And the way the movie starts, he kind of identifies himself as a conspiracy theorist. Um, it does look like he lives in his mom's basement, but I'm not 100% sure that's the case. Uh, by the way, his mom's in the movie and she's got to be like the sweetest lady ever. Um, shout out to Mark Sargent's mom. 
<laughs> uh, she was very supportive of him uh, in the movie. But either way, um, it starts off, he identifies himself as a conspiracy theorist, and even he says that Flat Earth is too out there, uh, was too out there for him to kind of, like, even research. And uh, he basically says that through trying to, once he ran out of other conspiracies, basically, he, he decided he was going to look into this one to try to debunk it. And with his science, uh, that's air quotes, that he was using, he basically said he couldn't debunk Flat Earth. And that's how he got drawn into being a Flat Earther. So the trailer that you see, if you just stop on the movie on Netflix, it kind of shows the beginning of it. Where he's standing, he's in Whidbey Island, which is kind of funny because I used to live near there. Um... And it seems like a very Washingtonian thing to do. But he stands there in Whidbey Island. Um, and he's looking over the water. I'm guessing it's the Puget Sound. And he says, uh, you see that over there? That's Seattle. If the Earth was curved, you shouldn't be able to see that. Uh, it should be below the horizon. Uh, even though uh, science has proven, you know, that that's... <laughs> That's not how, you know, the vision works or the refraction and everything like that uh, of the curvature of the earth. That's not really how it works. You know, he's taken kind of layman science experiments like this and used it to support his his thesis. Um, also in the movie, it, it kind of shows how this movement that he started grew into something bigger. And uh, I think by the time that the movie's the time that they filmed the movie they had like over 50,000 people um, that were basically in the flat earth society um, they were getting millions of views on YouTube and there's like this whole community that's behind it and kind of the climax of the movie is at the flat earther conference which if people were watching the news uh, in 2017 um, it kind of made the news a little bit it was more like around the time of the eclipse and they were talking about you know debunking flat earth through you know, the eclipse, how did that happen if the earth was flat? And they talk about that in the movie as well. Um, but like I said, it doesn't really show too much in terms of this is why the earth is flat. It's more about the people, um, which makes it really interesting because you can kind of take the flat earth part out of the movie and apply it to a group of people that believe something that may be against the popular opinion. Um, I'm sure if you think hard enough, you can find people, <laughs> a large group of people that maybe believe something that is maybe against the, uh, the common belief. I'm sure you could do that. Um, I could do it pretty easily, but either way, um, kind of the group think that's, that applies in there can apply to a lot of different things. Um, I don't know what everybody's stance is on uh, religion or politics, things like that. But, I mean, there's large groups of people that disagree about certain things. Um, and one of the things that, that they do do in the movie is talk to uh, a lot of scientists. a lot, um, Not a lot, but a few scientists, a few astrophysicists, things like that, that uh, kind of give their take on it. 
Um, there's one part near the end of the movie where there's an astronomer's conference. They're meeting in a bar. By the way, the, the way that it looks in the movie, um, you would really want to hang out with astronomers. Like, they know how to get, get together and they're pretty cool. Um, but there's one, one guy on there. Um, his name's Lamar Glover. He gives a very short speech. He's in the movie for like three minutes. But he gives a very short speech and he's talking about how basically the people that believe in flat earth he says um i might get the quote wrong but he says basically that they're scientists that were led down the wrong path because they're using their skills and abilities to uh prove something that they think is right rather than seek the truth and he said that basically everybody that's a scientist they shouldn't look down on these people but guide them and say you know hey let's if you believe the earth is flat let's do the work let's find it out uh, together and do science which I thought was a really interesting uh, position for him to take as a scientist because it's very easy one of the, one of the other scientists that they talked to said that the, a lot of the negativity doesn't come from the flat earth side it comes from the people who know what they think is the truth and they look down on the flat earthers and they dismiss them, which is a really interesting uh, and true, I gotta stop saying interesting, but it's a really true way that uh, people were kind of addressing the flat earth, uh, flat earth movement. Um, also in the movie, there's a part towards the end where various flat earthers are talking about once they shared their beliefs um, the consequences of that with their friends and family who didn't necessarily believe the same thing. And they lost a lot of people in their lives. Um, they say it's because of flat earth, but you know, there's always more to a story than, than just that. But, um, they say, you know, basically, would you still believe this if it comes at the expense of your social relationships? And for a lot of them, the flat earth society became it's like a group of misfits <laughs> and they have each other so uh they don't necessarily i'm not gonna say that they don't need those people but they still have people in their life that are willing to um accept them for who they are and it was kind of interesting because they said that they don't uh they don't have to um hide who they are like they're accepted so i thought that that was that was very interesting in terms of i gotta stop saying interesting but that was basically a, a parallel to you know whatever groups you see where there's more than one of them but you know they believe in each other so they don't need other people to believe in them uh which there was a scientology documentary i believe it was on hbo i can't remember the name of it um but they said basically the same thing except for scientology kind of grooms you into thinking that way where it seems like the flat earthers come to that conclusion on their own but scientology tells you people aren't going to believe what you're saying they are gonna shun you so we're gonna take you away from them and sign and, and the flat earthers were saying that people just kind of voluntarily left on their own there was, uh, in terms of relationships, there is 
one that is kind of brewing on screen. I don't know if it's editing or what, but um, there's a woman, flat earther, um, Patricia Steer, that features pretty heavily in the movie. And it's a kind of sweet story between her and Mark Sargent. They're not uh, together in a relationship, and she kind of makes it clear that that's not the case in the movie. But you can kind of tell, like, he's got feelings for her, and he spends a lot of time with her, uh, at least in the movie, it seems. Um, so there's kind of like a, a cute little backstory to that. <laughs> um, but it's really wild to watch, you know, what what these people, how they define themselves, how this group defines themselves um, as people who know something that other people don't know. And then, of course, naturally, among the Flat Earthers, there's other groups of people uh, who believe a certain thing. So Mark, Sar Mark Sargent believes that the Earth is a disc and that it's basically like, if you've seen the movie The Truman Show, it's basically the same setup. You're on a sound stage, is what he calls it, that has a huge dome on it that projects the atmosphere. So uh, he said, you know, when you walk out of a planetarium, you just walk into a bigger one. I thought that was kind of funny. Um, but from that, he's saying that, you know, the Earth is flat. Uh, there's a dome over it that, that shows everything like that. Um, some flat earthers don't believe in the dome. Um, they talked to a few people that were of the, I believe they called it infinite plane was their theory. Um, uh, which I'm guessing they didn't really dive too deep into that, but they, it's basically, uh, I guess more than one earth or the earth just kind of goes on forever. Uh, which I, they didn't show any 3d models of that. I would have, would have really been interested to see that. Um, but then there's a few other factions. And then, surprisingly, this movie even has a villain in it. Um, a guy, his name is Matt Powerland. And he's kind of like the rogue truther. Uh, he considers himself to be the father of the Flat Earth Theory. And he's kind of like that. You could tell like a lot of his ego is tied into being this Flat Earth guy. Um, they don't interview him because they said that his, they tried to interview him and he demanded like $5,000 and creative control. And he, he wanted them to support his assertion that Mark Sargent is a fraud and everything like that. Um, they said that they were unable to meet his demands. It's kind of funny how they do it, but, um, they do show a lot of his YouTube videos and he goes on rants and everything like that. His backstory basically is that he was a NASA insider and somebody at NASA told him that the earth was flat, which if you ask me is a pretty reputable source, you know, um, <laughs> they would know, right? They go into space. They look down and say, you know, Hey, that thing's flat down there. Uh, that would be pretty reputable. So, um, in the movie, Mark Sargent does kind of acknowledge that he was watching various things and uh this uh matt powerland was one of the people that he watched um that kind of backed up what he was thinking um so in terms of, of watching the movie i would say it's definitely worth giving a watch just because as a if you take the flat earth part out of it 
um, it kind of goes a little bit into social science about how people think and how groups of people think um, and then certain um, informational biases that we have. They talk about the Dunning-Kruger effect, which came out a lot in, in 2016. They were talking about how um, people who know very little, um, this Dunning-Kruger effect makes them think that they know more than they actually do. Which I kind of, I was, you know, I was intrigued by that because I consider myself to be pretty smart. Um, but I try to be objective about things. I don't want to be uh, egotistical because I have been wrong before and I don't get bent out of shape about it. I try not to get bent out of shape about it. <clears throat> but um, that's one of the things that they talk about, about how. Uh, you know, there's no astrophysicists and no educators in the in the flat earth group. Uh, and the flat earthers say that's because, you know, that's this is their their lifeblood. And if they outed themselves to the community, you know, they would be shunned and everything like that. So they said that I guess their closet flat earthers <laughs> is, you know, the implication there. Uh Another thing that they talk about is confirmation bias. So in the movie, there's two actually decent scientific experiments. I'll get to the results later, but uh, one of them required an investment of about $20,000 and however much time, um, actually over $20,000 because of how they did the experiment. And they purchased a uh, wind laser gyro, which would measure the uh, shift um, of the earth over the course of time to determine whether or not if the earth rotated on its axis it would go uh, 15 degrees per every hour and they were saying if you planted a gyro that that would essentially measure you know whatever that shift was uh, so they do that experiment um, and they do it a couple different times in a couple different ways and for them to have done it this wind laser gyro cost $20,000. They had to purchase that to do the, to do the experiment. Uh, then there's another one. It's a little less sophisticated, but it did look like, um, the guy that did it put a lot of work and effort into it. Um, which was basically, he was going to plant, uh, three pegs in the water that were pretty high up and he was going to get the first one. He's going to shoot a laser at it and get the first one, uh, the laser to hit the first one in the same place that it hits the third one. And he was basically saying that if the one in the middle is level with the other two, then the earth is flat. But if it hits it uh, lower, then there's curvature to the earth. Um, as far as that one, the results were uh, that he couldn't actually do the experiment because when he shot the laser at the beam, spread out which i don't know um, they teach us this um, because we work with weather radars and everything like that and they teach us about you know how a focus beam works over the distance so essentially um, because of the curvature of the earth funnily enough if you shoot a laser um, it's going to spread out just because that's how light works and then your measurements are going to become basically whatever's in that laser um, as you shoot it out, you're going to have to compensate for height in whichever, uh, whatever the results are. So that would be for like a weather radar that shoots out 
uh, electromagnetic energy and then measures the returns. Um, that wasn't necessarily what he was doing. It was, his was kind of a more visual test. But in terms of that, uh, his he did the experiment and he, he basically wasn't able to do it because the beam was too big. Uh, so you couldn't measure where the beam was actually hitting the other pole because it basically took up the whole third pole that he was trying to measure. Um, so that, those results were inconclusive. He does try it again at the end of the movie, but it doesn't really say. It kind of says like what happened. Um, needless to say, the truth is still out there in terms of using that as an experiment to disprove the curvature of the Earth. Um, but in, in a nutshell, I would say watch the movie um, because if you took the flat Earth part out of it, you could kind of apply it to a lot of different phenomenon that you see uh, in society nowadays, everybody wants to belong to something and be part of a group. And this basically shows, you know, how that happens. Um, it kind of, I mean, it starts off in the middle, like they're already a pretty sizable group, but, uh, it, it does go over the origins and then it talks to, I think it talks to enough people to where it provides like a good enough, uh, good enough example of how everybody comes to certain conclusions and everything like that. So it's called Behind the Curve. It's on Netflix. Um, check it out. As far as whether or not I believe the Earth is flat or if it's a globe, uh, I'm gonna say this. I don't consider myself to be conspiracy theorist I do try to be objective and I do question established knowledge as kind of my first instinct uh, I'm a bit of a rebel uh, if you tell me something I want to see proof I want to know that that's the case um, just because I know the extent that people have gone to to deceive others uh, and how if ideas go unchallenged I know that uh, those those things can kind of stay around for a long time like it, Columbus Day Columbus never set foot in North America so why would we call him the discoverer of America uh, it's because somebody said you know we were gonna do it and nobody challenged it and then even after we knew it was, wasn't true, <laughs> uh, you know, we still celebrate it. And that's, you know, doing something that you know is not true. You know, what is that? That's kind of ignorant. Um, but I'll get on my Columbus Day rant later. But either way, that's just an example. That's something that, you know, people continue to, to believe in, uh, even though the truth is widely known. Um, but... <laughs> in terms of whether or not I believe the earth is round or the earth is flat. I will say the movie was not enough to convince me. It raised some interesting points, um, but they were all kind of circumstantial. They didn't seem, there was no smoking gun. And to go back to the wind laser gyro experiment, he basically shot himself in the foot because uh, <laughs> when they measured the results, it was 15 degrees. Um, and then he put it in a container. I guess that would, they were saying that, 
you know, it's possible that the energy from the, the dome was causing the wind gyro to give off the same, those results. Um, so he put it in a container to keep the, the heaven energies out and they still ended up with 15 degrees. Uh, and what's funny is in the movie, they're at a meetup and he kind of tells another guy, he's like, yeah, you know, if I put out these results, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to disprove, you know, what we think. So, you know, we got to go back, but, you know, the experiment's not ready yet, which at that point, I think kind of gets into the more sinister part of it, which is at this point now he's disproven what he's thought. And, but because he has an interest in the results, it's not scientific. He's trying to prove a point and he's, he has results that prove something to the contrary. So his agenda now is to cover that up and find something that is going to perpetuate the lie. And at that point, you know, that's when he becomes as bad as you know, the government or whoever built this, this dome, they never say who they think built it and for what purpose. Um, that's kind of a hanging chad in this documentary, but overall, like I said, I think it's a good watch. I think you should watch it and then don't necessarily apply it to flat earth kind of question everything. Um, but you know, this kind of shows you how to question everything, how to, you know, make sure that just because somebody's telling you something or telling you something isn't true, uh, they may have an agenda or they may have some, some skin in the game that's going to cause them to uh, kind of fictionalize the results. So what's your favorite conspiracy theory? And is there a Netflix documentary to back that up, hit me up on Twitter at OddcastTMP. That's O-D-C-A-S-T-T-M-P. Let me know what you think. I love watching conspiracy theory stuff uh, just because it kind of gives a different perspective. And the, the more well-supported, the better. Uh, as far as uh, tuning in, I really do appreciate everybody that's listening, everybody that hits me up on social media. Um, share it around to your friends if they, if it seems like that'd be something they'd be interested in. I'm going to try to get more episodes out, um, but as far as right now, the rotation is one weekly. So uh, if you guys want to hear more stuff or if you got ideas for topics or you want to interview or something like that, just hit me up. Let me know. I'd be glad to have you guys on. Again, thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great day. I am out. <laughs>